Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We will be entering into the area of increase when we are done with watchfulness. Hallelujah. God wants you to be watchful because you see your, your increase, your increase, your increase must come. You must walk in increase. Increase in wisdom, glory, and power. You must increase. Be watchful so that that increase will not be denied you. Hallelujah. You must be watchful. And please, whilst being watchful, I am not asking you to be superstitious. I am asking you to enjoy the, the company of Mount Zion. There is a thin line between being spiritually minded and being superstitious. The Spirit of God did not bring you fear. Yes, I understand that witches do moves. I understand that there are all those, but you have come to Mount Zion. The realities are different. Do you understand me? Outside Mount Zion, those laws work. Do you understand me? Let me tell you, the force of gravity works, but when you move in beyond a certain level of the Earth atmosphere, you will encounter a certain buoyancy that suspends all laws of gravity. You see space people floating. Why is force of gravity not work? Because they have moved above that law. When you descend into that law, force of gravity will work. You cannot be floating. So there is a realm that God has brought you to where a certain law of sin and death, where the law of, uh, of, of uh, somebody has cursed you is working. But when you are hidden in Christ, you have come to Mount Zion. What I said in Chief is that if you don't know these things, you'll be reading the Bible or say, John 3, 16. Everybody say it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That whoso, whoever believes in him, whoever boy, whoever girl, whoever believes in him should not perish, should not lose their life, should not be put in danger but have life, everlasting life. It means that because I believe, what is called distraction is not my portion. You quote it all, but until you make it your conscious reality. Apostle, when I slept, something loved my waist. Apostle, I have a headache. Every sickness that goes around comes to greet you. Prophecies become an annoying thing to hear when you don't know how to enforce these things. But when you are working in this sense, you even need prophecy. I kid you not. Because by the time you wake up, the Spirit of the Lord is relating to you what he's about to do. A prophecy becomes a confirmation and an encouragement to edify you. Because daddy already spoke. But when you don't walk in this realm, prophecy becomes an honor. I heard it five years ago. It has not come to pass. Leave me alone. 
I decree over your life that he who has saved you will take over your atmosphere and build you until you become what he has ordained you to be. Hallelujah. Be watchful therefore. Be watchful therefore. Be watchful therefore. Hallelujah. Last week I spoke to you about being watchful against greed. Hallelujah. And I spoke to you about being watchful against losing your steadfastness, losing your resolve. When you lack resolve, you will not do anything. When you lack resolve, you, 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 you will forfeit your increase. Steadfastness, having conviction against the negative climatic condition is what will give you the ability. To, you must be resilient. When you fall, don't lie down there. Don't lose your steadfastness. Do you understand me? Hate giving up. Don't lose your steadfastness in Christ. Don't lose your steadfastness in prayer. Don't lose your steadfastness in the things heaven has given to you. I keep saying this. When, when Isaac dug a well, they fought against him. He did not lose his steadfastness. He dug another well. He didn't even go and pray and look for the prophet in time and say, uh, Lord, you told me that I shouldn't go to Egypt. Now I am planting and they are fighting me. Okay, I'm planting again. He who observes the wind shall never sow. The wind, the climatic conditions should not determine your, your output and your steps. Do not lose your steadfastness. Increase does not come to those who sit down and fold their hands. Do you understand me? Let me tell you, he said, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of your hands, so shall your own poverty come to you. You understand me? You want to wake up and be diligent. Do not lose your steadfastness. 2024, don't lose your steadfastness. Don't become lazy. Don't become lackadaisical. If you, if you put in a mediocre effort, you get mediocre results. He said he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek. The word is diligence. If you are going to enforce steadfastness, you are going to enforce diligence. Your diligence reveals your steadfastness. Praise the Lord. Your diligence... You must be diligent in everything. Don't sit down and waste time. 2024, don't waste time. Don't do it. Don't waste time sitting down crying. Don't waste time sitting down. Be diligent. Praise the Lord. Let me speak to marital couples and people in relationship. Your relationship is the way it is because of what you have decided to make it to be. Do you understand me? You decide that everything will offend you. Yesterday, I, was with, I told you I was with a group of people. Somebody says something, and then another person, but no, 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 I disagree. Because if you say, I said, Master, don't, don't see things like that. Everything is not black and white. I said, there are two perspectives. You are getting offended at the negative perspective. Why don't you look at the positive perspective and say that because we are children of God, we are talking from the perspective of God. So, this is how you should judge it. And I said, oh, I get you, I get you, I get you. I said, everybody wants to be understood. Nobody wants to understand. That is what most of you married couples do. Is that not so? You insist on your own. You want what you want to be done. But you are not ready to consider what the other party is saying. Praise the Lord. 
Then when we say, then you say it's because you woke up at the wrong side of the bed. When the carpenter did the bed, When the carpenter constructed that bed, when you bought that mattress, did you see right side, wrong side? Eh? Debia na obuefu. Debia. And you see, when you do like that, you lose them. You lose a certain kind of zeal, especially when it comes back. Then guilty, co, guilty, co, guilty conscience. May God heal your mind. When you are steadfast, you will have the energy to move forward. You will have that, that positive mindset. You see, God is not necessarily asking you to think positive. God wants you to be positive. God does not want you to think positive. God wants you to speak truth. It's not about positive mindset. It's about truthful mindset. Truthful mindset is what God's word has decreed. Do you understand me? The devil is a liar and so is everything he says. Do you understand me? When Jesus said when he speaks a lie, he is speaking of his native language. Don't echo the voice of the devil. Do you understand me? When you try it here, it doesn't work. Try it the other way. As long we don't see, uh, 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 I believe in prayer, but we don't see Isaac going to cry on God, Father, they are fighting me when I dig the well. No. He kept digging. He kept digging. Christians like crying too much. Tell your neighbor, stop the crying. Stop crying. Some of you, you go and lie on your bed. You, you won't hear anything. Oh, oh we'll be seeing that tears is coming down. Tears is coming down. Tears is coming down. Then you'll be crying. Fickle, fickle. <laughs> then then you, you hold your pillow tight. Then you squeeze the pillow as if the pillow caused your problem. Stop the crying. Stop the crying. Stop the pity party and be steadfast. Be unmovable. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Those that put their trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. That cannot be moved. Have that mindset, that awareness that God is with me. And if God is with me, I will do it. If it fails today, tomorrow is another day. If I don't get the result today, I will get it tomorrow. He said, cast your bread upon many waters. Cast your bread, not upon a single water, upon many waters. The first time you cast it here, he said, sow your seed in the morning. In the afternoon, don't let up. In the evening, keep sowing. He said, for you do not know which one will do well. So don't so say that because I did it today. I'll... No, he said, don't stop. Keep planting. Keep planting. Praise the Lord. Even God got disappointed after planting something. Isaiah 5, you see it there. Don't, don't go there. We are on read it. When you go home, read it. Isaiah 5. He planted a vineyard. He didn't get the harvest he was looking for. Praise the Lord. Tell yourself this year, because of the increase God has promised me, I will not give up. May you increase in love in your family. May you increase in love. Next year, by this time, may I see you moving from that single room to a two-bedroom. Next year, by this time, may I see your, you stopping, stop, that you have stopped looking for a job and you are owning your own company of employed 10 people. Amen. And you are paying them well because the company is profitable to pay. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. May the pure water you sell multiply. Amen. May whatever you do multiply. Amen. 
Receive grace to activate contracts. May your atmosphere attract contracts. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe you sell what? Uh, 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 cowbell and things. May God open up the doors of the nations to you. Amen. Hallelujah. You will take goods from Ghana and go and sell. And then when you sell, when you are coming to Ghana, you bring their goods to come and sell here. It's not that just that you go and buy goods and come. You will take goods from Ghana. Pepper. You will take chili pepper and go and sell and make money and buy some of their things that is not in Ghana and bring and, sell and make money. Make profit there. Make profit here. Receive that grace. Amen. Hallelujah. May God open your eye like he did to Hagar for you to see opportunities around you. May God fill you with ideas. May God give you ideas. May God give you ideas. May God open your eyes to opportunities. May the, the doors of opportunities be open for you from every realm of favor. When I speak, receive it. Say amen. I am, not, I am not in a lecture hall. I'm not trying to motivate you. Hallelujah. Our Sunday services, I keep telling you, is not a religious gathering. Hallelujah. I have better things to do with my life than to try to sit here to encourage you. This is my profession. Hallelujah. I was working in a bank. I was working somewhere. When the Lord said, quit. Come and do this. Praise the Lord. And I've told God several times, Mr. Quay, do you know what happened to me one time at East Airport? I woke up. I've said it before. I woke up around 7 a.m. I went to the bathroom. Started bathing. <laughs> went, took my trousers, took my white thing. What? I said, why am I late? How did I then I noticed that my shoe was a police. I said, ah, wait, oh. no, 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 I'm no more an employee. Do you know what? I had a dream. In the dream, I was supposed to meet a client and do a presentation, okay, which was going to win us some huge, and I was late. So I woke up from that and rushed to the bathroom. And coming to the Barclays. They asked me, what are you doing here? I had that kind of dream three times. There was another time I had a dream. It's like I had gone back to the bank and they were supposed to give me a new office. <coughs> In the dream, I was late. So I woke up, went to bath. Giddy, 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 giddy. Then when I was when I was descending the staircase, I said, Ah, no, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. That, that, that's the altar. I'm a pastor. I went back and removed the suit and uh, I'm a pastor. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't work for Babylon anymore. Because my mind is programmed that you can work. You can reinvent yourself. I always tell myself, if you like, don't come to church and, and shut down and say, Father, okay, I won't do the ministry again. I'll go and start somewhere. If I, I'll go and farm cassava. I will go. 
Already I have a farm. I'll go and farm. Don't sit down and say, I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. God has given you grace. You understand me? Don't steal anybody's money. Don't envy anybody. Start somewhere. Start small. Do you understand me? And God will give increase. He said, I planted. Apollos watered. May God bring your Apollos. May God bring the waterers. Whatever seed, whatever step you take, may God bring the Apollos who waters. So that God will do what he only can do. The increase. He said the increase will come. We'll come to increase very soon. You will see the principle of planting and getting the water for God to bring the increase. This year, may your Apollos show up. But plant in watchfulness. Plant in diligence. Don't give up. Do you understand me? Don't give up. In that office, be the best. Know everything about your office and about what your boss is doing and about what other departments are doing. Don't, don't sit down and know only your work. Don't do that. Know the work of the one whose work feeds into yours and know the work of the one whose, who, uh, that your work feeds into. Know what, like, study around. Know what the entire company is involved in. Read newsletters. Check mails if your company does that. Know what is happening around. Be abreast. You don't know when God will give an opportunity for you to do a presentation in a boardroom amongst your bosses. You don't know. Do you understand? Don't wake up and say, oh, it's Monday. Wow. Wow. I when you bath and cry, when you get to work, you greet everybody. Then you go and sit on your desk. And then you play with your phone for one hour. When you see your boss coming, then you... No. You, 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 are, you are messing up your own destiny. Do you know why? The scriptures cannot be broken. If you are not faithful in another man's business, nobody will give you your true riches. Nobody will give you your own. Be diligent. He said, whatever your hand finds to do, whatever, 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 whatever. That's why I will get to work. First person to get to work, last person to go, to go home. And it was the same way when I was in church, the church I used to serve. First person to get to church, last person to leave. It, it was part of me. First person to get to work, last person to leave. And I will work. Sister Naomi has worked with me before. If I was a lazy person, you would tell you. Was I a lazy person at work? No. No. Almost everything I know. Sometimes they tell us that they are going to be sitting down, be standing, watching, weigh anything. How do you balance? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I taught people who wanted to learn my work how to open an account, how to balance ATM, how to do this, how to do that. Even the ATM, when I notice that people waste the whole half of the day balancing ATMs. All the transactions that people do, you have to, the ATM custodian has to balance it. I developed an Excel template calculator. You just key in the figures. Within, uh, within five minutes, you are done. Done. 
in certain branches, I started sending it to certain branches. It cut off their work. You got rows, all the canisters. You take every row, sit down, calculate. This person took 2,000. This person took 10,000. So either a day, 10,000 people came to take money from the ATM. You'll be checking and balancing and making massa. And then you check which, which money didn't go out. Some people get stuck. Some people's money don't come out. You have to balance all those things. So that when somebody can say, I took money, it didn't come out, you will not be fighting with a person. I developed the system. It wasn't my main work. But because I learned, because they have to finish and bring it to me to sign for, for my desk. So I said, you are not going to waste your whole life day doing this. Learn. Learn. Become diligent. Become an expert in what you do. Do you understand me? Become an expert. There is value when you add expertise to what you are doing. Praise the Lord. Be diligent. Be diligent. Do not lose your steadfastness. Tell your neighbor, do not lose your steadfastness. Don't lose your zeal. Don't lose your zeal. Tell your neighbor, don't lose your zeal. Don't lose our zeal. Be very zealous with knowledge. Be very zealous with knowledge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? Or you have gone home? When you are steadfast, you anchor your mind and heart to the attainment of the promise. When you are steadfast, Psalm 57 verse 7. When you are steadfast, when you are steadfast, you anchor your mind. You anchor your mind. You, you ground yourself on the promise. My heart is steadfast, O Lord. O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and give you praise. My heart is steadfast. I am in this relationship. I'm not giving up. It will work. My heart is steadfast. I am in this job. I'm not going to quit. No matter what. And my heart is steadfast, O God. When you are steadfast, you are anchored on the promise of increase. You don't give up because of negativity. Praise the Lord. When you are steadfast, you, you, it makes you hopeful in your resolve. Steadfastness will give you hopefulness. You, you know that tomorrow will be better than today. Tomorrow will be better than today. When a, when a society loses hope, you can't do anything for them. Because hope makes it not ashamed. Praise the Lord. When you have hope, then you can have faith. Because faith is the evidence of what you are hoping for. So if you don't have hope, then faith has no grounds to stand. When you are steadfast, then you have hope. Then the increase God has promised you, you will attain to it because you are hopeful. You don't let the weather in the day determine your, 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 your steadfastness. Hallelujah. 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 Hebrews 6.19 He said, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil. This hope we have, this hope we have, this hope we have, when you are steadfast, your hope your hope will never fail. You are always hopeful. It anchors your mind. You know that this faith that I've come to have in Christ, it will end me well. 
You will not allow anybody from another religion to mess you up and say, leave Christianity, come to Illuminati. You will see increase. And then when you go, the first day, no, they give you one million dollars. You say, yes, Jesus, Jesus in your face. I've been worshipping you for how many years? You have never given one million dollars. I just came to Illuminati. They have illuminated my life. Very soon, when they begin to demand sacrifices from you, you realize that you bit more than you can chew. May God give you the grace of steadfastness. Hallelujah. Next point. You are going to be, have to be watchful in this year. Watchful. Watchful against forgetfulness and drifting. Ah, I wish I had time to go into forgetfulness. Many people forget. There's a man of God who has written a book, Those Who Forget. Those who forget, those who, you you have to guard. When if you are being watched for, then it means you are going to guard you against forgetting why you are standing at watch in the first place. Do you understand me? You don't have to forget why you started the company, why you decided to marry that gentleman, why you decided to marry that, why you decided to give birth. You have to guard. You have to be watchful against forgetting. You have to try to never forget why you were planted in the ministry. God, Jesus came to a church and said, remember the height from which you have fallen and go back to your first works. Go back to your first works. When you are always um, reminded of why you started, it will give you a sense of purpose and direction every new day. Every new day. When you look at that girl and she's annoying you, you say, hey, your face like somebody I love. Hallelujah. When you feel like insulting her, say, look at your beautiful head that I fell in love with. Hallelujah. It's not a better insult. Mm. But when you're, you tell the person that your nose like somebody that... <laughs> Hallelujah. When the person is annoying, you say, look at your beautiful face. It's called angry romance. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't forget why you, are in, why you were in love, why you entered that relationship, why you entered that company. Don't forget. And when it comes to God, definitely don't forget. Definitely don't forget. Because forgetfulness will cost you increase. It will cost you your destiny. It will cost you the price for which reason you even started the journey. In the first place. Don't forget. Familiarity makes us forget. Familiarity makes us forget. Problems makes us forget. Challenges makes us forget. Sometimes we get buried in the mundane things of life and we forget why we started. We forget who spoke. We forget why we started on the journey. The people of Israel were suffering in the, um, in the hand of the Egyptians. Moses came and redeemed them. When they were going and became hungry, they forgot why they were rescued and they said, let us go back. They forgot that they were slaves. Because of hunger, they forgot and they wanted to go back. 
I've seen people who have come to this church and say, Apostle, we will never go. We'll stay for with you. I remember somebody came, knelt down, East Airport, knelt down. When we close, came to my office, I said, I don't know what you have gone through, but me, I will stay. That was his last time of coming to church. <laughs> the next time I saw him was this 31st, we did. He came to sit, stand here. He was standing here. When I was making the declaration, he knelt down again. Before we close, he was gone. <laughs> me knows the person. He came to me. He made promise. I will never leave. I will stay. That was the last day I saw him. The next time I saw him, he's here. 31st. People forget. Don't forget. When you feel like giving up, remind yourself why you started. And tell yourself, quitters never win. Quitters never win. Quitters never win. Don't forget. Tell your neighbor, don't forget. Don't forget. Hebrews 2 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Don't forget. Everybody one go. Therefore, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to give the me, things. Give me NLT. NLT. One go. So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard or we may drift away from it. Give me old King James. One go. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. You don't let them slip. Give more attention. So if you are going to uh, 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 overcome forgetfulness, you are going to be intentional about hearing well, reminding yourself. Learn to listen to tips. Like, for instance, I'm preaching. Go and listen to the messages again from our pod bean. Do you understand me? Remind yourself. Learn to, most of you write, but you don't go back to read what you have written. That's why most students fail. You, you are good at writing notes, but you never revise. Students wait till one week to the exam, and they want to revise a note that was written over three months. And expect that some way, somehow, they are Cognitive abilities should all of a sudden have a certain supernatural. Yes, you have the supernatural, but you see, the Holy Spirit will remind you of things you have learned. Learning with diligence will cause you to remember. If you learn casually, you will not remember. Casual glossing over things will never register in your brains. So you have to, he said, be careful, be diligent in your hearing so that it doesn't slip away. Time makes, makes things mundane and makes people forget. You are going to watch that 2024, God told me I'm going to increase. In every month, I will remind myself of the theme and I will remind myself and God. And we will pray and we will put the, the step, we will take the steps that must accrue for us to excel. Hallelujah. As a Christian, God wants you to remind yourself that the promise you made to yourself that you'll be a powerful Christian. Eh? That you'll be a powerful what? Christian. 
that you don't wait for the, the media people to send a message before you come to church, that you know that I must be at my father's house to worship and to be blessed by him for the week ahead. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yes. Revelations 3, 2, 2 to 3. Revelations 2. One go. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain uh -huh. that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect Verse before three. God. Still, remember, remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Uh -huh. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief. And you will not know what hour I will come upon you. Uh -huh. So forgetfulness will make you become a victim of God's uh, anger. Forgetfulness will make you lose what the, the verse 2. Let me show you something in verse 2. Go back to verse 2. He said, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. There are some things that are ready to die because you have lost its function. You have lost its, its youthfulness in your mind. So you are not keeping the fire ablaze. Some of you have forgotten that some time ago you used to prophesy. Why are you not prophesying? The gift of prophecy is ready to die. Remember why you were giving that gift. Some of you, the reason why your relationship is not yielding increase and has become stale is because you have forgotten how you used to do it. The way you used to send nice text messages. The way you use, when you don't hear from him, you call and say, oh, have you missed, haven't you missed me? Hopefully when you call, you cry, master, 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 let me think. Is it I love you that we will chop? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you ladies bought something for your guy this, this Valentine? <laughs> Lift up your hand. Naomi, what did you buy for him? She herself is a gift and, her, and his exceeding great reward. Mrs. Ahaji, what did you buy for him? You are yet, Jesus Christ. When he comes, Mrs. Quay, she, she said she is a gift. You did what? You came to an agreement. Mrs. Hughes, what did you get for him? Something special you did for Mrs. Bimpon. Uh, 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 what are you saying? What, what did she say? Uh, this week was for the novices. The real G's. This one is a setting so it's format. Eh? Mrs. Arthur, what did you get? Yourself. You are his exceeding great reward. Hey, Father have mercy. If hey, what did you get for him? You are the gift. Did you, all those of you saying you are the gift you are getting, did you receive a gift? 
please, ladies, yeah, the guys are saying that from today, on your birthday, on wedding anniversary, on any other, they are the gift to you. They are worth much more than seven cents. <laughs> Where from the protest? Where from the no? Do unto others. The point is that don't forget the act of love you used to show. Don't forget. Yes, life can make things mundane, but don't forget. Remember, if you can't do it every day, at least every week. If you can't do it every week, at least every month. But some way, somehow, remind yourself. The word revival means reviving, bringing back to life that which is losing life. Do you understand me? So revive your gift. Revive your zeal. Revive your commitment to everything. Your relationship with God. Your relationship with your spouse. Your relationship with people. Your parents. The things that accrue to your increase. Because whether you like it or not, your spouse is a very, very big stakeholder in your increase. God is a supreme stakeholder in your increase. You can't forget some things. Some of you don't maintain your relationships. You, you, a, a client comes to buy from you or you meet some... You, you, you check up on the person tomorrow. And the annoying thing about you is that when you meet the person later and say, oh, you abduct me. Don't you have a phone? Don't you know how to call? Does the phone call only one way? Some of you don't check up on anybody. The annoying thing is that I know some people have, have stopped coming, have left this church because they say during their birthday, only five people wish them happy birthday on the platform. And yet when I checked, those people have never wished anybody happy birthday on their birthday before. When I'm wishing people happy birthday, you, they, some people will never, they won't even cough. And you have the right to get offended that people didn't celebrate you. Send this message to them. Life is not one-way traffic. You get what you sow. You get what you sow. You didn't sow love. You don't sow love. Some of you, when we close, no, you are in your Uber. Aya. Abanaps. You don't stay to say anything. And then when something happens, you will expect that the people that you are ignoring will follow you to your place to support you. Life doesn't happen that way. We are going for a funeral. Somebody's parent, has, somebody has lost some. You won't go some. Every day you are in your corner. You are living a private life. That is how we also give you your private life. Don't forget that you belong to a family. Don't forget. Somebody, uh, some, you see that an entourage has come. They are going. You won't go. You, you don't want to be part of anything. You don't want to be part of anything. And, and so... I, I was told a story. A man of God told me a story. He said there was this guy. Anytime somebody passes in the village, they're doing a funeral, you buy pure water and add 200 Ghana cities and send. Everybody, every, every funeral that they call for him to come to the family. That's what he did. Pure water and family. Then in the course of life, he lost his wife. He lost his wife. All the people that he invited, they all came. Pure water 
and 200 cities. They shake him and left. Nobody came to the funeral. That is what he sold. Pure water and 200. Whatever a man shall sow. Ask my ministers who are on the platform. When anybody is celebrating, I go to them. Please, give me a picture of so-so and so. I always, don't I always ask. Sometimes I don't see because I'm not always on my phone. I don't see it. So sometimes you see that late. When I find, I, I pick my phone and say, hey, somebody's being celebrated. When I miss it, sometimes I miss it the whole day. I find out two weeks later. I'll call you. I'll pray for you. I am intentional in celebrating people and in wishing. I'm intentional. It's not because I'm a pastor. It is something we do as human beings. We belong to a family. Even if I wasn't a pastor, I would still do it. Because God blesses people through people. Can a man profit God? Yes. If you are not profitable to God, he won't create you. Do you hear me? Learn to cherish people. Don't forget people who have helped you before. Don't forget people who have helped you before. Don't do what? Some of you forget too quickly. You forget everything the person has done for you and remember the wrong wrong the person did to you. And you trash all the good things. Don't do that. Don't be forgetful. Tell your neighbor, don't be forgetful. Don't be forgetful. If your wife is sitting by you, tell her, don't forget. If your wife is sitting by you or is anywhere in the room, locate your wife and say, don't forget. If your husband is or your, your crush is sitting somewhere, tell the person, don't forget, the day I bought you the watch, it was a communication. Don't tell the person. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Judges 3 verse 7. Forgetfulness will lead you into sin. Samson had been given a lot of instruction regarding his ordination, regarding his destiny. That there were certain things he was not supposed to do. Hallelujah. So the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served Baals and Asherahs. Every time you forget, you enter into sin. Samson forgot the instructions for his life. And he put himself in grave danger and did not see increase. He died prematurely in the course of his destiny. May you escape that trap of forgetfulness. May you not forget that the instructions that heaven has given to you for your destiny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you here? Amen. Forgetfulness will lead, will lead you astray and cost you greatly. Proverbs 31, verse 4 to 5. Proverbs 31, 4 to 5. Everybody, one go. It is not for kings, O Lemo. It is not for kings to drink wine nor for princes intoxicating drink. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted. There are certain things that will make you forget. Don't engage in them. There are certain frivolities that will definitely make you forget. Do you understand me? 
certain some of you every weekend engagement every weekend wedding you will forget most important things some of you forget that you are employees you don't add meanwhile you want promotion you don't add knowledge you don't take certain exams the way you bake bread from 1952 It's not good. It's not good. There are children here. I want to say other things, but there are children here. <laughs> Every Andrew, there are children here. Hallelujah. Forgetfulness will make you lose your harvest and increase. Isaiah 17, verse 10 to 11. I pray that you will never lose your harvest. Amen. I pray to you that you will never lose your harvest. Amen. Hallelujah. One goal. Amen. Because you have forgotten the God of your salvation and have not been mindful of the rock of your stronghold, therefore you will plant pleasant plants and set out foreign seedlings. In the day you will make your plants to grow and in the morning you will make your seed to flourish. But the harvest will be a heap of ruins in the day of grief and desperate sorrow. Why? He said... You will put in all the effort. You will put in. He said, in the day, you will make your plant to grow. In other words, you will put the things, structures, and the plant will actually grow. And in the morning, you will make your seed to flourish. But when the harvest comes, you will not get it. Why? Go back to verse 10. You see the why. Because, because you have forgotten the God of your salvation and have not been mindful of the rock of your stronghold. It's a very dangerous thing. Yes, there's, I can give you so many scriptures. God told the Israelites in the book of Deuteronomy, He said that when you have eaten, when you have entered the promised land, you have eaten, you are satisfied, you have built houses. Be careful, you don't forget. We've seen that in this many times in this church, where people come, they are desperate. God opens the door for them. They go to outside Ghana or they get a certain breakthrough and they forget. Like I keep telling somebody once asked me, Do you people still pray three hours? No. We have moved from three hours. We've gone to seven hours. You are mocking what gave you the results you were looking for. Forgetting that whatever you get by prayer is sustained by prayer. Hallelujah. Psalm 16 says, he will maintain my lot. If God gave it to you, he's the one going to maintain it. If God gave it to you and you run away like the prodigal son, then he cannot maintain it. When famine strikes you will be reduced to a pauper. Because God's resources is best spent in God's presence. God's blessings is best spent in God's presence. Under God's rule. Whatever God gives to you, if you take it out of his environment to waste it away, something will swallow you. May you escape Amen. Anti-harvest spirit. Amen. Whatever will make you miss the harvest of your hard work, may God cause you to miss it. Amen. May God keep you alert. Amen. Okay, let's do one last point. Let's do one last point and then we are out of here. This one is heavy, so maybe next week we'll continue from it. Be watchful in your mouth and with the words you speak. I, I, I can't begin to... This is a topic on its own. 
Be careful with your mouth. Your mouth is a gateway for possibilities. Your mouth is the avenue for the manifestation of everything you want to see in your life. Your mouth is the avenue, is the conduit from which everything that God has put in you is birthed into the earth realm. What you will see is dependent on what you say. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his lips. A man's life, a man's belly, a man's destiny will be satisfied with the words of his mouth. What you say will create your atmosphere and your life. I heard one great man of God said, many years ago, he used to pray a certain prayer and and be confessing negative and be confessing his situation. And then one day, whilst he was praying and making those confessions, he saw his spirit come out of his body and he was heading towards down, 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 going into the deepest abysses of, of, of hell. And he was like, no, no. And he was, he was complaining and the more he, come, he, he kept going, the more he was praying those prayers, he could see his body in his bedroom on earth. Pray, and he was going down, down, down. Then he said, he said something came to him. And he says, ah, but I'm born again. But I'm a child of God. But I'm a prince of the kingdom of God. He said, as soon as he, well, he, he like somebody hits the brakes, he stopped. Then a force began to suck him. The more he began to speak the word of the Lord, the more the force, and then it entered his body. Then he said, from that day in 1981 up to today, he stopped praying foolish prayers. Yes, sir. He stopped confessing his situation. He stopped declaring the mind of the Lord. He stopped declaring, I am sick. Even though the pain is there, he stopped saying what the evidence showed. He began to tell the evidence uh, what God's word is saying. I am a prince of the kingdom of God. I belong to the heavenlies. I have come to Mount Zion. I belong to God. He has graven me in the palms of his son. Not tomorrow, now. Everything that pertains to my life uh, and godliness, I have it. I walk in it. I activate it. I am a child. Yes, be careful with your mouth. Jesus said, whatever, whatever. Okay, he's giving you the scripture. Proverbs 18, 20. Everybody read. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the, the produce, produce of, of his, his lips, lips shall, shall he be filled. filled. The produce, what you are saying with your mouth is what will fill your life. What are you filling your life with? Mm. That's why I told you that if you are poor, if you are poor, it's your choice. If you are very poor, it's your choice. If you are very, very poor, it's your choice. If you are destitute, it is your choice. Mm. Hallelujah. And when I say mouth, I'm, I'm referring to this one, but I'm also referring to the mouth of your heart and of your mind. Because some of you keep cursing your husbands in your mind. I lie. I lie. Why is there silence in this part of heaven? Tell your neighbor, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Be watchful about what comes out of your mouth. Be careful about what comes because, out of your mouth. Because, you see, maybe next week I'll have time to go into it. The mouth is one of the major way, uh, avenues that is going to be judged. Oh, Jesus said, whatever idle word a man speaks, he shall give account. He shall be judged by it. He shall be judged by it. Let's go to some few scriptures. Okay, Proverbs 13. First, let's do Psalm 141, verse 3. 
Psalm 141 verse 3. Then we'll go to Proverbs. Psalm 141 verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch, Keep watch over, over the, the door, door of, of my lips. lips. If you are going to see increase, as we have read in, some, uh, in Proverbs 18, then you are going to ensure the Father, let not my mouth say what it must not say. Let what? Let not my mouth say what it must not say. Let not my mouth. Some of you, your mouth is the reason why some people are in pain. Hey, you can say things. Whatever your eyes is, your mouth will add addendums. It's not good. Tell your neighbor it's not good. It's not good. Proverbs 13, verse 3. Proverbs 13, 3. He who guards his mouth, one go. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. But he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Do you get it? Seven. Proverbs 12, verse 27. Proverbs 4, 27. 12. 12, 27. The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, mm -hmm. but diligence is man's precious possession. 28. I think I've missed the scripture. I've missed the scripture. Let's let's change it. Let's change. Let's do let's do Matthew 15 verse 18. Matthew 15:18. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. Let me give you these points. Number 1. What comes out of your mouth if it is negative will defile you. When you are defiled, you cut yourself from increase. No good thing comes... You don't give any good thing to any dirty person. Do you? Do you? Adia yefia. Do you come to church wearing dirty garment? If you are going to attract increase, you are going to keep your life clean by watching what comes out of your mouth. So... You will change your life this year by the words of your mouth. Amen. Be, be sure that your words does not defile you. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor, be sure. Sure. That your words do not defile your you. Your words do not defile 1 you. 1 Peter 3 10. For he who would love life... Everybody, one go. I love the scripture. For he who would love life uh -huh. and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. So, your mouth has the ability to determine the kind of life you enjoy. What did I say? Your mouth has the ability to determine the kind of life you enjoy. Whatever life you are enjoying now is as a result of what you were saying yesterday, years ago. You are just harvesting. But when you condition your life, you condition your marriage, you condition your career, your destiny with positive words of the scripture, with the words of truth, 
That is what you will enter. Let me tell you, where's travel? Where's our life and their spirit? So he who would love life and see good days. Do you know that this Yom Nabu has ability to bring you good days or evil days? Yes. Your mouth has been anointed to command one of two wells. The world of good days or the world of evil days. When you tell your wife, I regret marrying you, you are commanding evil days. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. In the same vein, when you wake up, in the name of Jesus, Father, thank you. Today is a glorious day. I position divine wealth in this day. I enjoy a prosperous day. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. My heritage today is good. I enjoy the best. I eat of the good of the land. I dwell in the secret place of the most high God. I am not afraid. What can man do to me? Yes, in the name of Jesus, I enjoy the rewards of heaven. Um, I am backed by heaven. I am backed by heaven. God is in my steps. Uh, there is a river in the city of God whose streams make my, makes my heart glad. Um, whose streams gladdens my life. Uh, I am satisfied. I draw water from the wells of salvation. I shan't die. My leaves are new every morning. I enjoy brand new mercies. Thank you, Lord, for brand new mercies. Mercies that, that keeps me from the evil one. Mercies that swallows up demonic judgment. I am, a, I am a, a blessed child. I am a prince of the kingdom of God. I walk in power and glory. Set your day. Command your day. Program your atmosphere. Program what somebody will say to you. Oh, Jesus. Program how your boss will react to you. Program how your lecture will relate to you. Program how your customers will talk to you. Program. Let me tell you, you are a priest. Program your day. Program your day. Why are you looking at me like that? These are possibilities. The power is on your tongue. He who would love life and see good days. What you want to see, say it with your mouth. When you feel pain, do you hear me? Am I hitting you too hard? It's okay. Let's close. The way you are looking at me, let's close. I've stopped. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.